everyone, it's Dave and Jeff. It is March 15th on a Sunday. I got to fuck you the day to start shit off. And the <laughs> fuck you the go. day goes right to author Paul Wilson. What did he do? Paul Wilson wrote a book called Bad Karma. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. So Paul hits me up about 10 days ago and says, hey, I'd love to send you a signed copy of my book on Instagram, by the way. Okay. Hits me a message. Hey, I'd love to send you a copy of my book, Bad Karma. Can I send you one? I go, yeah, man. I love reading. That'd be great. We love supporting local authors. He goes, perfect. It's in the mail. The box shows up the other day from Paul Wilson, author of Bad Karma, and the box is addressed to Dave Palais. Really? I go, what the fuck what is this? What do you open my mail for, asshole? No shit. <laughs> Note inside. Hi, Dave. Say hey sometime. I sit directly in front of Bill Center at Petco. Book, autograph. To Dave. May all your karma be good. Go Padres. Sign Paul. <laughs> oh, my God. That hey, is... Paul, you fucking idiot. If you're hitting me up on Instagram, understand one thing. There's one guy on this show who does read and another guy who doesn't. Yeah. Don't bother sending me a copy. This fucking book is going to sit out here in the garage. Oh, my gosh. And you will never once hear your book mentioned again because there's a better fucking chance that Dave will solve the coronavirus dilemma than he'll read fucking up to page three of your book. <laughs> Guy fits in perfectly with this show. When did this conversation happen that he was going to send it to you? Within the week. Like he sent me a message uh, on Instagram. Great. And the last week has been terrible. We've all had bad karma. Yeah. Well, there you go. There's your signed copy. <laughs> Unfortunately, he did sign it to you, so yeah. you can't take it to Barnes & Noble and exchange it like you'd love to do, <laughs> like a fucking asshole. But yeah, I go, you have your goddamn mind with this guy? Hey, I'll send you another one. I go, duh, 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 don't bother. <laughs> it's too late. Too right? late. The haze out of the barn. Yeah. I do have good books Okay. for anybody. That's looking for something to do? God damn. Oh, I got two movies for you, too. Oh, good. Since we're uh, in shutdown mode, I watched Uncut Gems today with Adam Sandler. I heard it was shit. Who said that? Everybody. No, he was supposed to be nominated for an Academy Award. Was he nominated? He should have been. I heard it was garbage. Well, I don't know who you talked to, Dave. You always say, I heard, and you never mention names. I was gonna, literally, I was going to watch it yesterday, and then it was said up for worst movie of the year. No. Okay. I don't know where you get that. Go ahead. Your sources. You, you liked Uncut Gems? You know what? I, I want someone to reply on Twitter when they hear this show. You have to stay with it because about 20 minutes in, I was like, man, this is pretty annoying. <laughs> it does have four to five stars. Yeah. Okay. I'm just telling you. That's and I it. stayed with it because I invested too much in it. Kevin Garnett's in it. Okay. And... uh Pretty pretty wild. What do you think the budget was to make that movie? Uh, um, shit, man, it's all shot in New York. They didn't have a huge cast. I don't know, ten million. Yeah, only nineteen million. I mm. just would have guessed more. Then tonight, my sons and I watched. Oh, I'll give you two movies that are great and a movie that sucks. Go ahead. People are looking for what to watch. Me too, by the way. Uh, Uncut Gems was pretty wild. May yeah. not be for everybody, but pretty wild. Um. And Sandler was great in it. Okay. As everybody said. The other movie that we watched tonight that was pretty goddamn good, and you can watch it with your family, Knives Out. 
with uh, Daniel Craig, uh, Chris Evans, Don Johnson's in it, Jamie Lee Curtis. That was pretty good. Kind of like uh, okay. old school. The movie that's absolute shit, <laughs> and I lasted 20 minutes, if even that, was Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Really? It was T- bad? Oh, Tom Hanks is overacting so bad as Mr. Rogers. Complete shit. Don't waste your time. He sucks in it. That's disappointing. Ah, awful. Just fucking awful. Well, I will Just, save my time then. I was yeah. going to see that movie. Don't. Complete garbage. A uh, couple of cool books for you. Okay. Um, hang on, I got to think about it. All right, well, I'll tell you what I try to watch. And I was kind of joking around on Twitter when I said it, but I said, you know, fucking, I am going to try and watch it. What's that? I've never seen The Wire. Oh, I've never, I haven't seen I, it either. I will not watch The Wire. I watched the first 20 minutes of the first episode. And Bored? It, now here's the issue. It, it, mm-hmm. It's like watching an old goddamn Law and Order. Whenever oh. you've seen the typewriters... Yeah, and there's no yeah, goddamn yeah. computers. Yeah. Thing took took place in 2002. It is just, it all standard def? Is it that weird yeah. where you got the, yeah, it's all outdated. the boxes on the end? Or are they on it's in a, high def? I didn't even fucking notice. It's all outdated. And then I just said, fuck it. I'm not going to sit here and watch this shit. And everyone fuck says, that. oh, it's better than Breaking Bad. Well, oh. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to find out because 20 that. minutes in, I couldn't get over the, knowing that it was happening in 2002. Dude. I said, I'm out. Yeah, I'm out. But I am looking for whatever to watch. Uh, that's pretty good. I haven't watched, I haven't watched Ozark yet. But everybody says that's good with Bateman. Yeah, I will say this, Dave. I know you haven't liked it on HBO, and I haven't watched it. The book, The Outsider, is pretty fucking is it good? good. Yeah, pretty good. And I'm, I'm still in it. So we'll. How far off are you to finishing? I'm uh, probably halfway through. Okay. But remember, Stephen King books are eight hundred pages that's long. That's true. Um. That's pretty good. The wild book that I got yesterday is a book called The Adventurer's Son. And the old man, and the, the author's name is Dial. Okay. And his son's name is Cody. I think it's Ronan Dial, but you'll find it. This guy is a longtime kind of outdoorsman, writes for a bunch of magazines, right? Explorer, does all these crazy things. His 24-year-old son goes on a hike in Costa Rica. And he basically says to his dad, hey, I got the mountains on one side of me. I got the, the beach on the other. No chance I can get lost. And the kid does. 24 years old. And it's the story of the dad trying to find the kid. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Ah! That's a good one. So Outsiders, pretty good. Uh None of you guys can get it because you're not cool. But Don Winslow's new book, Broken, which will come out April 7th, a couple of weeks. Fucking amazing. Uh, so that's good. And then uh, a couple of weeks back, man, I had Bobby Orr's biography sent to me. and It's just amazing. So I just I read what I'll do because you got a lot of time. We've been going to Mission Bay. Yeah. I'll literally bring four books. And Dave, I'll go 50 on this one, 50 on this one. 50 on that one and 50 on that one. How come you do it that way? I just like it. Changes it up. You just Do you get bored with what you're reading at a time to go, I got to switch them up? Yeah, I like it because it just, I find a clean spot to freeze it. And then I'm like, all right, let me, uh, let me, you know what I mean? Like, do you want to no, watch? I, fin- I don't know. I finish. I, it, for me, I'm not carrying four books to the to Mission Bay. I'm just going to finish the book I'm on. Yeah, I like, well. I'm afraid I'll, I'll mix up the stories if I read four at one time. 
Well, I guess I'm not a moron, so I'm able to keep the four <laughs> of them separate. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, I like give it. it okay. For instance, if you're watching the Rockies, if you're uh-huh. watching Rocky one through four, would you watch one and two and then watch two Rambo's? No. Um, <laughs> but it's kind of like for me, Dave, when you watch Sports Center, you watch Sports Center for maybe an hour, then you go and maybe you watch MLB Network, and then you might go to Survivor, change up, or do whatever. I'm I'm not a guy. I could not sit down. My father-in-law came to town. I got to think of when this is. This was like five or six years yeah. ago. I don't think I've ever read multiple books at one time. That's interesting. Yeah. My father-in-law came to town, and I went to work in the morning, and he was sitting on the couch, and I came back, and he was in the same exact spot. And I go, what the hell happened to you? And he had watched like 10 straight episodes of The Sopranos. Yeah. And... I think he did the same thing the next day. Now, I found that hysterical, but I can't do that. I just, oh, I can. Yeah, I get. Uh, it's not that I get bored. You just kind of, it loses some of the freshness. Oh, that's funny. What about Breaking Bad? You binge watched that. Did Breaking you stop Bad, that I one? Went, or no, did... no, I went all the way through okay. it. Loved it. Loved it. But I was lucky on that one because all I had to do was catch up. When I joined that one, I think three of them were on DVD already. One, two, and three. Now, you didn't join that one until about season, season five. Four. Season four. four. Was it four? You sure? Yeah, because I had the okay. first three. Oh, that's uh, right. You couldn't get it. it yeah. Was, it was already on TV, but it wasn't released on DVD. I remember right. that. Okay. And we got, but I got the first three, and then, uh, and maybe it was season five, but they ran all of season four leading into season yeah. five. No, that was great. That was just amazing. So... I don't know, man. It's funny, Dave, this whole thing. Here's what bugs me. What bugs me is the uneasiness about no clear-cut end date. Yeah. And I was talking uh, to a friend on the drive down, and I said, when I broke my ankle and they put you in a cast, they're like, you're in a cast for eight weeks. And you're like, well, that sucks. But you know in eight weeks that cast is coming off. Right now, they say, well, you may have the cast off in eight weeks, or we may put it on for another eight. And I think that's the thing that is the most uh, alarming to me, is that none of us really feel overly confident that it will be wrapped up by the end of March or six weeks. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. Well, it's very interesting to me. and we, I think when I we did our last show on Wednesday. I think Wow, that- how different. Oh, yeah. I think I said to you, we started the show off. I think I said, can we take the politics out of it? Because the politics were ridiculous. Right. Depending what station you watched, depending what side you were on, if you're left side or right side, the right side was telling you this isn't a big deal. This is overreaction Mm -hmm. to get Donald Trump out of office. I'm like, well, if you look at Europe, they really don't give a shit about Donald Trump. Yeah. And yet Europe is closing down. And then Canada Yeah, and Canada. And it is people are, are freaking out across the world. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it has changed dramatically since Wednesday and then yep. Thursday. And then, honestly, I think it took till Friday till everybody's on the same page of, hey, let's be cautious. Let's take these measures here and there. And when I have I have three doctors in, in our family, mm-hmm. okay? One that runs a bunch of emergency rooms across the country and his two sons that work in the emergency room as well, uh, one in Baltimore and one in, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. They told today, they said to me, 
hey, this is serious. Yeah. I mean, th- this is this is really serious. As a matter of fact, the dad decided, hey, this is where I'm going to take my sabbatical. I'm 72 years old. I'm not going to take a chance of getting sick. I have so many years where I could have retired. Yeah. But this is where I'm not going to put my own life at risk. And when he said that, I was like, well, shit, if he's saying this is serious. Yeah. And his sons are saying this is serious. Hey, better to be safe than sorry. Right. You know, don't go fucking around with don't your life. Don't be a hero. Exactly. And so, again, I know we, we talk about how much we all miss sports and entertainment and everything else, but, yeah, you, you, you want to take precautions. It's one of the guys I heard, and when I first heard it, and that, trust me, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a news guy. Jeff and I always said we do entertainment. We aren't journalists. Yeah. We aren't breaking stories. Neither did any of the fuckers that we worked with ever break stories where they're life and death, okay? We aren't hacksaw claiming to be something we aren't. What I'm, what I'm saying is I'm watching Jerry Falwell's son, Oh. Did you did you see this asshole? No. And I've been thinking about it the last three days. And when he first said it, I was like, ah, that's crazy as hell. And then he goes, do you remember back at Christmas time where the North Korean leader said, hey, America, we got a big Christmas present for you coming. And he, he claims that this is his deal, that he said this was going to happen. Now, I don't, oh. re- I don't remember this at all. Now, no. again, Jerry Falwell and his family to yeah. me are a bunch of whack jobs. Yeah. But I don't remember that. I'm asking you, do you remember any of that? Okay, so I, I don't remember that. But then I, after I'm, you're watching these numbers almost double on a daily basis, you start freaking out going, just like you said, what is the end date? And if you want to take it to sports, they're saying the NBA maybe doesn't come back till June. They're talking Major League Baseball. This could be four months out. Yeah. That all, the NFL drafts are already not going to be in Vegas. You know, all these wow. things that we talked about the as, as sports fans. The Masters is out. Yeah. And you you sit there and you scratch your head and you go, just like you said, what is the end date on this? I don't know. I mean, you have Jim Baker, that fuck face. I'd like to punch him (laughs) right in the fucking neck. That fucking guy ripping people off, claiming that he's selling the vaccine to it. I mean, it's bullshit. And then you have the people on Facebook. They're like, well, this is all the creation of the media. Those fuckers have never spent a minute in a newsroom. Don't know shit. And they just talk shit. That's the thing that bugs the fuck out of me are the people that just sit back and talk shit and don't know anything. And the point that I made the other day on social media was we've been in a newsroom. I know what people do. People are real journalists. Yeah. Yes. And I've seen people really, really get hammered for having the story wrong. But it's easy to dismiss it. Because fucking Trump does this shit all the time. And these blind fucking sheep that follow that asshole. It's the easiest thing to do. Go look. Somebody had it out on social media. And it was unbelievable. The different messages to this country since the 9th of February. None of which made any fucking sense. But it's the media's fault. It's not coming from goddamn uh, fill in the blank. Whoever. Uh, Nora O'Donnell or, yeah. or Tucker Carlson, that little fucking shithead. I mean, look, I will agree with this. Somebody said to me the other day, well, the networks have an agenda. I said, absolutely, they do. They do. Fox has an agenda because they're going to protect their boy and they're going to say everything's great. If you value the opinion of Sean Hannity or Tucker Carlson, you and I have nothing in common. But I will also say that CNN... And MSNBC hate that White House so much that they're looking for anything they can grab onto to say, oh, he's a fucking moron, too. Yeah. So I would agree that Cuomo, Don Lemon, 
I don't know who you want to claim on MSNBC if you believe that Maddow or Brian Williams do what whatever. But the point is, yeah, I would agree with that. But to just blow it off and act like everything's fine because it's a creation of the media, God damn, man, if you want to live that way, go ahead. But don't judge me or Dave or my kids or anybody else for erring on the side of caution. Uh, one of my closest friends, a doctor. And what she says to me every day is, look, just be smart. It doesn't mean you have to live your life scared. But yeah. be smart. And and maybe pull back on a few things that you had were going to do. I, we had said last night we were going to be at America's Got Talent. Well, that got the plug pulled. Yeah. They, Couple, they, they didn't go ahead with the show, correct? They may have. They probably just, like all the talk shows are doing, taping in front of an empty Empty, yeah, because Dave, they've got, yeah, you know, they got a schedule. But American Idol and all those shows tape in an empty room, so they could do it. Um, but in a couple of weeks, we're going to the movie for the Olympic Auditorium. Okay, that got pulled, and and my buddy, who's the producer, dropped me a note. He goes, "Dude, all my VIP attendees are over the age of seventy. Yeah. All the old school boxers and wrestlers from LA." He goes, uh, he goes, man, I can't take a chance on that. So yeah. he goes, shit, we'll, we'll do it in the fall. Um, but it's just, I don't know, man. The, the thing that I see is a lot of people being reckless. And now I had a really close friend of ours send me a note today and say, hey, whatever you do, avoid the local bars. Like, that's it. Yeah. Well, I'll say this. I'll take responsibility for any decision I make. Friday night, I went to two local establishments in Encinitas with three really good friends of mine. First place I went into, home and away. Fuck, we're probably the only four people in there. Yeah. And then I went later that night. We had a great time at the Legion. I haven't been in the Legion. I don't, but a friend of mine is a member in the Legion. And I loved being in a place with old school, retired military, great fun local band, having a beer, everybody was respectful, and just kind of come together. Yesterday, take my son to lunch, right? We went to a local, again, local establishment, but you're aware of your surroundings. But Sean Walchev is a buddy of mine. Yeah. Sean owns Cali Comfort. To just say, hey, fuck that. My buddy Keith Nordling owns Jimmy O's. My buddy Scott Morrissey owns Salsa on the Rock in Colorado Springs. They have staff. They have, they got a mortgage to pay. All that shit. Yes. Like, I would say, let's find a way that we can support them while it's buying gift cards or doing whatever. But... It's just this idea that, well, fuck those guys. Don't ever go back there or don't go back for eight weeks. Man, I can't do that to my friends. I'm going to pick my spots, but I'm still going to go. You try to tip a little bit more than maybe you did if you can swing it and support a lot of good people that are being impacted on really, David, at the base of the problem. Yeah, well, a lot of people, as you said, are, are being impacted. It's not, and for for Sean, not speaking on, on his business, but... Sean also does where you can pick up, you know, yeah. but guess who doesn't make the money? The waiters and waitresses don't make right. the money. And so right. it does. It affects a lot of people. Anyone out there that's in the waiting or the service industry, I should say, yeah. 
they're fucked. Even Uber drivers, all these people that rely on this to Man. to get paid. My 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 son Josh lost his job last week. Doing Be- what? He was working for the Mountain West Conference. He, oh wow! He was working yeah. with San Diego State, doing all yeah. the baseball and softball games. Well, guess what? That comes to an end. Yeah. But he said to me, he goes, I'm in a different situation than those other guys I work with. Those other guys have bigger bills than yeah. I have. Those other guys depend on this to pay for everything. Yeah. I'm completely screwed. And so right right now it, it is a, a crazy, scary time as far as the way things are, are going. And uh, you and I aren't the only ones that are a little concerned and how life changes and, and what you do. What's interesting to me most is society and just an example of how we look at each other now and the way we treat each other. It's much worse so far than I expected it to be. To see the videos of people fighting in stores over toilet paper is fucking embarrassing. To see one group of people have a whole cart full of toilet paper and have an old lady say, can I get one of those? And then a fight. no, Nana. That's exactly what goes on. Then a fight breaks out. It's fucking insane. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave. A lot of these old bitches have had a lot of attitude for a couple of weeks. Welcome to the real world, Nana. Put your fucking depends on and get used to it. Payback's a bitch, isn't it, sister? <laughs> I went, uh, like, my kids are so messed up. Are they, do, are they aware they ask you a bunch of questions about Listen, this? Listen, fuck them. <laughs> Yesterday, they're like, hey, you know what we figured out, Dad? And I go, no. They go, when you're dead, oh, we're going to take your ashes and we're going to pour it in a Coke bottle and see if you're like a Mentos. Spray all over the place. Oh, Jesus. I go, well, fuck, that's not a bad call. That's kind of cool. I'm like, I may just drop right to the bottom. They're like, yeah, you got a lot of metal in you. I <laughs> may fuck it, everything up. And then they got in trouble because their mom sent me a message and said, could you please tell your son's to refrain from using the phrase, that's what she said. <laughs> so I said to them today, uh, I go, look, man, your mom's really cool. Can you kind of rein it in? They go, okay, listen. When we went to the dentist, because they're getting braces on. Both of them are? Yeah. Oh, fucking, that's fun. They're like, uh, they're in the dentist chair. Yeah. And their mom says, hey, is there a chance for them to pull the band off? Because they have the, the wire band oh, yeah. around the back. And it's a female orthodontist. And she says, well, if they did, it would be really hard and it would take a long time. And my son, oh, Kate, just blurts out, that's what she said. Oh, fuck. And I go, well... That's a pretty good use of it, yeah. but inappropriate. Yes. And the other one was their mom said, hey, will you grab me a blanket? So he goes, I rent and grab the comforter. And he goes, mom said, oh, that's a big one. And I said, well, that's what she said. And I go, again. <laughs> and his brother's dying, laughing. And I go, uh, well, you got it right. But uh, mom doesn't ask for much. <laughs> All right, I'll try, Dad. But she walks right into it. All the time. All the time. Dad, it's like she's testing me. I go, I get it. I get it. So, no, that's it. Those fucking guys. 
They're pouring me in a Coke bottle and torturing their mom <laughs> by telling her every chance they get. That's what she said. And laughing at the other guy. Like, hey, that it was It is good. funny. When there's two of them, it's even funnier. Right. I like it. So, uh, I like yeah. it. All right. So yeah. here, here we go. This is what I was. But they're out of school till April 10th. So oh, they're yeah. like, fuck yeah, this is great. Yeah, I think a lot of people are, there are a lot of kids. If I was a kid, I'd be thinking the same thing. This is great. You know? uh, yeah. And I said, unless they go, fuck you, you're in school till August yeah. 28th. Like snow days. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, they can't do that. I go, well, what do you know? When'd you read the bylaws? I go, you don't know shit. They can do whatever they want to you. Well, how does it, let me ask you, with your job and not giving a ton of information, is your job one of those where you guys might make a decision to? Everything uh, has changed for me in the last, it's changed probably five times in the last week. Okay. So, like I was told on Monday last week, book my trip to Toronto. I think I mentioned Wednesday. By Wednesday, that trip had been canceled. By Friday, it was all done. Um, I don't know. I don't know how many employees we have, but we clearly have more than fifty. Yeah. In house, um, and look, man, I love my management team. My management team has been incredibly great. They're smart. They look out for the staff. Um, and so they asked anybody on Friday that is eligible to work from home to please do it. Starting effective tomorrow. Okay. At least for this week and, and on. But I, I don't know, Dave, if that impacts it enough. Bunch of my buddies can work from home and they will. Um, but for my team, we can't. Yeah. Now, my team, we're relatively spread out in the back area. But look, I, I don't know. And, and I think for our management team, like I said, man, I, I think the world out of all of them, whether I'm there for another week or another 10 years. Uh, whenever I leave, I'll be like, God damn, I really have enjoyed that. And yeah. so right now... I'm going until they tell me not to. Yeah. Um, just because you go, well, shit, I got bills to pay. I mean, they, they said, hey, you can use PTO. None of us, if you want to do that, just clear out, go ahead. I don't want to do that. Um, but we're it's incredibly fluid to the point that I just sent a couple of guys a message like, hey, are we still good for tomorrow morning? Now, the other thing that they've talked about doing is, and I don't know how many other businesses have this chance, but splitting shifts, we're usually an eight to five operation, but they're like, hey, if guys want to go uh, 11 to eight, you're good. No worries. Yeah. And we'll split it up. And and they've been insanely accommodating for um, parents. But our building's completely shut down. Now that we let a lot of people come in, but it is shut down to vendors. It is shut down. People have had the opportunity. We have a really fun break room with bubble hockey and ping pong and a gym and Netflix and all these different things. That's shut down for everybody. Yeah. Um, non, non-employees. So if it was a situation where my sons were off and they were younger, man, I can't even bring them in right now. They're yeah. not taking anybody in. Um, so I know they're looking out for me with precautions they're taking and, and we're just playing it by ear, but it wouldn't shock me at some point this week. If they're like, Hey man, we're out for the rest of the week and then yeah. we'll figure it out. You know, 
Okay, so you went out this weekend driving around, right? I mean, yeah, I was said, out okay. a lot. Do you notice a big difference in the traffic patterns? Yeah. Well, and that's the thing because tomorrow morning, so my day tomorrow as of now is still normal, where I yeah. drive to Carlsbad at uh, 6.30 in the morning and probably would head south here uh, probably about 6.15. Um, yeah, I mean, school, school's off, right? A lot of people have been yeah. there. Um, we're making some operational changes that will be a little different. It's very, it feels to me like the week between Christmas and New Year's right now, a little bit. Yeah. But I'm, I'm fascinated because if I'm coming here and I leave Carlsbad at six, Thursdays were the worst, but there were days when I wouldn't get down here till almost eight. I mean, it's horrible. Um, if I'm just going home to PB I leave at six. I can cut a couple of back ways and be home by six thirty. No, no big deal. But um, I'm really interested going up in the morning to see what the drive's like in the morning and then see. But yeah, I would just, I would just encourage everybody, man, do the right thing. Do the right thing for your family. Do the right thing for the people around you. Just take the right precautions. And yeah. if it turns out that we all overreacted, well, fuck it. All right. So what? Yeah. Maybe we got better habits. Like this, someone's like, gonna say, "I told you so," one way or another. Who go? Yeah. Then, then take that win, right? I mean, if you want that, well, here I'll Your tell grandpa you. Grandpa died. I told you so. I'll tell you a guy who's a real fucking dipshit in this go ahead, town. Go ahead. I'm so fucking sick of this town jerking off Mark Ziegler. Like Mark Ziegler's a fucking hero. This arrogant <laughs> fucking dipshit. If he was so fucking good, he wouldn't be writing at the fucking UT. Is my attitude right, Dave? Hundred percent. Fuck Mark Ziegler and his bullshit the last two weeks. And I'll tell you another guy. Fuck Scott Lewis at the Voice of San Diego, because Scott Lewis got into it with Ziegler, and I told him, "Hey, Lewis, you fucking twerp. I'm gonna unload on Ziegler," and he didn't even respond. So fuck Lewis too. <laughs> that fucking glove. But Mark Ziegler for fucking weeks has been crying the blues on uh, social media. That they shut down March Madness. Boo-hoo. Like, uh, seriously, I feel bad for the fucking kids on yeah. the Aztecs. I get all that. I feel bad for everybody. Everybody is impacted by this. But this fucking arrogant prick that Canapa and Posner and all these other assholes jerk off like he's fucking the voice. Fuck off. Yeah. You cover the Mountain West. Holy shit. Like, how about you just go, hey, you know what? That's a drag, but sometimes you have to err on the side of caution. Jesus. People are dying, dipshit. Well, he doesn't. Too bad. He wanted to go to fucking Stockton. (laughs) Sorry. You aren't Frank DeFord. Or Sacramento. You're not Frank DeFord. Now, I feel bad saying that because he filled in one time for the show and I had a blast with him. Who cares? Look, what a smug prick. Fuck off. Read the room. Yeah, read the room, prick. (laughs) All these fucking assholes. Like, you can't even say his name. Mark Ziegler. Like, you have to whisper it. Like, those fucking pussies that uh, my friend Andrew Nordling summed this up perfectly 25 years ago, Dave. Yeah. About that shitty movie, The Piano, with Harvey Keitel. Yeah. And he's like, you know why that movie sucks? Because nobody says the name. They don't go, hey, go see the piano. They all tell you, oh, you have to see the piano. 
<laughs> he's like, that movie's shit. And he was right. That's the way I feel about Ziegler. Although a couple of his columns recently I've enjoyed a lot. Oh, so, that's but, funny. so, I don't know. That, uh, but uh, fuck off. <laughs> fuck. All right, this is what I was thinking of doing. All right. Let me hear it. Because I asked you about traffic and I listened to Jim Bettencourt and saying, There's Did no- you see him? With I love his this kids? guy. Dude, I'm a huge love Jim Bettencourt fan. Love him. So he says traffic has been just unbelievably good. Like he said, there's just nothing to talk about. Yeah. So I was, I said to Josh, I go, look, this is what we're going to do. What are you going to do? Tuesday. I'm looking to see if it's raining, but right now it's not supposed to rain. But I'm thinking Tuesday, get in the car. We leave early. We shoot up to L.A. And we what go. What do you do there? I'm telling you right now. We're going to go everywhere around L.A. that I, things that I, I'll show him that he's never like seen. Like He goes to L.A., but he hits like one or two spots because – L.A. normally is like going to Disneyland. You can only yeah. hit, like, you're sitting so, so much time sitting in line, you don't get yeah. a chance to ride all the rides. All right. And I said, if there's no fucking traffic, we could zoom around L.A. and go fucking to Pasadena, to Santa Monica, to all this shit where you don't even really have to get out of the car and, and go places. But I said, there are things to see. And he's into this hiking thing because of Walt Jeff doing that Runyon Canyon. We go up to the top of the mountain, and you okay. can see from... The Hollywood signs oh, right yeah, behind like you. You could see downtown. You could see the Pacific Ocean. They'll do it. Hit Malibu. You hit Pasadena. We whatever. We go all over the place. All right. And I said, well, here's the the, the part I'm going to ask you. Do you do this? All right. Hotels in Beverly Hills right now are like 150 bucks. Five star hotels. You guys keep saying that, but I looked at the different shit. It was well, not the Beverly Hills hotel, 650. But yeah. there are hotels in Beverly Hills for 150 bucks, like nice ones, five star right. hotels. And I was like, fuck it. Do I take the chance? And I'm like, why not? Yeah. And I just like you said, you, you support the establishment. You know they're going to clean the fuck out of these things. Yeah, I mean, Cali and, Comfort and all the restaurants already were cleaning. Yeah. They already did an amazing job of, of protecting you as a consumer. But now when you go in, yeah, and I guarantee the hotels are doing the same thing. Yeah. So Nobody wants to be liable, Yeah. which is what a friend pointed out to me the other day, and I thought it was brilliant, Dave. Nobody wants to be liable to say, I caught it by staying at the ABC Hotel in, you know, dumb fuck, dumb fuck New York. Yeah. And so uh, anyway, so I was sitting there saying, hey, maybe we go for a couple days. We got nothing to fucking do for a couple days. He's out of a job. Yeah. I have no baseball to coach. I said, you want to go shoot up to uh, shoot up to L.A. for two days? If there's no traffic, like everybody says, Hmm. it would be to me, it'd be kind of like that once in a lifetime deal. Remember when Bugsy? Goes to yeah. L.A. in the 30s and is just driving around. There's nothing around. Well, that's what I was going to say. The trip is going to be like you've been there at 3 o'clock in the morning. Not shit's going to be open. Yeah, Tommy's is open. I'll be okay. I don't know. <laughs> well, it be, might be. I'll be, I'll be okay. What are you, just curious. I would say this kind of feels like anyone that ever applies to go to a college that's like a dry school, like, mm-hmm. like Pepperdine or USD. I'm not a huge drinker, but I also don't want to be told you can't drink. You see yeah. And so right now it kind of feels like you kind of feel like I can't do what I would normally do, even though I might not go to a bar in the middle of the week and the, yeah. the closing the bars down. I don't want to sit there and be told what you can't do. You're an adult. You figure, what do you mean? I, I can't do certain things. Right. It's um, what's the one thing you miss right now more than anything? Um, I miss the opportunity to go do things like that. The the freedom to go take my son's. Like, we had a lot of cool things that were planned. And my feeling is probably a lot of them are not going to happen. And that's a drag. Um, Because 
like the deal that we were going to do last night, if you look at it, and again, you keep, you're keeping everything in perspective. Yes. You get it all. But my sons were kind of looking forward to seeing a TV taping, right? That's kind of a fun experience, exactly especially right. when you're 12 years old. Well, that show was taped without an audience, so it moves on. So they kind of lose that. And if they were going to do it again, it might be a year. Um, fuck Ticketmaster. These motherfuckers <laughs> are like, oh, hey, uh, everything will probably be rescheduled. So we're just going to hang on to your money. Fuck you. Refund the money and let me determine if I want to go. I don't mind if they hold the Pearl Jam money. Yeah. Because that was a shit storm trying to get tickets for that. I'm in. I'll hold it. But look, the Stones are going to get at least postponed. I'm not overly thrilled with the tickets that I have. I'd like to have that money back. They're sitting on 140 bucks of mine. Yes. For Padre tickets, which that game's not happening. Give me that fucking money back. Yeah. I don't know when you're going to reschedule it. I know the game's not going to be played the 28th like it was. So let me make the fucking determination. If the event's not going down on the night that it was originally scheduled for, yeah, get when I back. bought tickets, I've got tickets to get me in. It's basically a contract, right? Yes. I gave them the money. They give me the ticket. How the fuck do they have the right to say, hey, we're hanging on to your money? If they say Pearl Jam's open-ended, but if you would like to hang on to your tickets, we'll honor them on the night to be determined, then I go, that's fine. Yes. Then I make the final decision. How are they allowed to make the final decision? Motherfuckers. <laughs> and look, if it, if I have tickets for an event in September, yeah. and they're like, look, nothing's been, yeah, that's on me. That's fine. But you know the Stones are going to get the plug pulled. And the Padre game on the 28th, Dave, that's like 750 bucks a month. Yeah. I'd kind of like to have that money back for now when you're paying bills, right? Yes, you're right. I don't yeah. disagree at all. But, um, but yeah, I mean, Pearl Jam would have been a couple weeks out. Oh, you're supposed to see the, the Lakers and Wolves. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was going to be a lot of fun. But I think, Dave, when... Uh, we went yesterday to a restaurant and you just, you talk to the people working yeah, and their, their life depends on people walking through the door. And like you said, getting tips and those people are scared about rent and car payment and daycare. And yep. you mentioned it, they go to the store and some fucking psycho has bought every bottle of water or every roll of... Yep. I mean, what the fuck are we doing? Like, really, what the fuck are we doing? That's the thing that bums me out. Uh, I am incredibly fortunate that my small inconveniences are easily managed. Did, easily managed. Did you see that asshole that went and bought 17,000 Perel bottles Yeah, but Tennessee? now, because now, he got the shit beat out of yeah. him, He's donating them all. Yeah, because he couldn't sell them. Yeah. Amazon and eBay cut them off. Well, I'll tell you what. Good for those guys, man. Good to Amazon. Good yeah. to eBay that they said, we're not doing that shit. No, they're not. They're not doing that. I will say uh, Amazon Prime, like if you're looking for just certain things that can help, but you're not going crazy. Yeah. Man, those guys are, are pretty cool. But- 
I just... Uh, Have you been to a grocery store? Yeah, I was in Ralph's today. I was in Vaughn's yesterday. How was Ralph's? Uh, completely cleaned out. But I would also say Except this, for ice cream, right? Yeah, ice cream and... Uh, <laughs> Any hostess product. <laughs> if you want ice cream and Susie Q's, you're okay. Yeah, you're okay. I, I would say this, man. And, and I have not made a Costco run. I haven't done any of that shit. And so I can't speak to this. I just, my sons and I had a brief conversation with the dude kind of stu- uh, stocking uh, like seltzer water. Yeah. I said, hey man, how you doing? He goes, it's pretty wild. And I go, well, I appreciate what you're doing. And I just, there's no reason. I keep reading these and not necessarily here in San Diego, but just People just being fucking assholes, assholes to, those, to people. those people. God, you're just a fucking miserable prick. Yeah. If, if that's if that's where you have to go to release any built up tension because your mom and dad hated you, uh, <laughs> fuck you, man. I, I just, I Dave, I, I've never worked in a store like that. I mean, I worked at a liquor store that was much different. But I just, god damn, man, fuck you. To disrespect anybody like that. I just, I have no patience for that. And I tell you what, if you see it, tell people shut the fuck up. Yep. I don't care. It probably leads to anarchy and we're fucked. Well, Look, here's the deal. Those guys don't want to work there either. Right. I mean, if there's anyone that's putting themselves at risk, it's the cashiers and the people bagging your groceries. Yeah. yeah. Like the friend of mine who's a doctor said to me, like, if you were buying anything, maybe you should be buying like Theraflu or NyQuil. Like, what the fuck's toilet paper? Not a run of fucking Montezuma's <laughs> revenge. Uh, it's just so stupid. Like, if that was the thing, you know, well, shit, everybody's getting their yeah their Dayquil or their Theraflu. But do you really need eighty eight rolls? That's what you've seen all all over the place. I mean, yeah. people are losing their fucking mind. I saw one guy put on Facebook. I'm selling rolls at fifty dollars a roll. A roll. Not for four, a roll. So my whole garage is stacked, selling at $50 a roll. Dude, there you go. Well, that's good. I hope He'll, you have to use all of it. That's all I have. He will. I, no, I'm, I'm straight. I hope you get so sick you have to use all yeah. of it. Yeah. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> the one water that was left over at Vons was the smart water because it, yeah. so, it was so expensive. Yeah. yeah I was like, we oh, got, fuck uh, it. Don't need it. We got, that was kind of funny you say that, um, that bullshit Fiji water. Yeah. Like those things today were on sale for like a buck for really? like a liter. And not that it matters, yeah. but you just go, all right, well, I'll grab three. And then you go somewhere and you read about how there's 900,000 pounds of dead plastic in the ocean, right? <laughs> fucking Nemo and Dory are dying because we just keep fucking chucking straws in there. Like, shit. God damn it. I can't win. Oh, uh, my yeah. gosh. That- uh, that's it, man. I, I Dave, I don't know. We'll We'll just... You take it day by day, and I appreciate uh, Rose and everybody yeah. saying, hey, go check out the podcast, and if it gives you a little break, man, we'll keep showing up. You know, one of the things, uh, it's funny you said that, is uh, my son said, because this is the time where you and I should be doing more than two shows a week, you know, saying, hey, look, people are, <laughs> people are bored out of their yeah. mind. This is where we should be doing more than two. I, this is what I find myself when I ask you, what do you miss most? I mm-hmm. uh, Honestly, I'm so used to my, God, it seems like my entire life. I grab the remote, turn the TV on, and I go right to ESPN every time. There's nothing fucking there. No. 
There's nothing there. And and you sit there and you go to it and then you see ESPN today say they're canceling all shows from Washington DC. Really? So, yeah. So they're so PTI is done. It's for until this whole thing's out. Yeah. And they don't know what to run. And then I think of just like we were kind of tongue in cheeking it on Wednesday with what does Woods do? What do those motherfuckers do? What does the whole well, lineup do? Because there's not a lot to talk about. I listen to National Sports Radio today because I was yeah. curious and the Ryan Tannehill story came out that he signed with the Titans, which takes Tom Brady out of the mix of going to possibly to Tennessee. And yeah. okay, now what are you going to do for the next three hours? Well, I'm not worried about Woods. I am worried about hey, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> what am I going to do for three hours? Greatest second baseman in Padre history. Here are the phone lines. Here are the phone lines, boy. I tell you, Dave, you got to put Randy Ready right in that discussion. <laughs> he got his pants dirty. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that fucking guy, he's he's bird on a wire. He doesn't have anything to do. <laughs> but at least um, with those guys, you have a PD that will think outside the box. It's the guys at 1360 who have a complete dipshit. You have to do what you're instructed to do when it comes to topics. That's the thing that I, I saw Jason Barrett and all these fucking guys Go, well, these are really when the hosts come out. Yeah, the host will talk about anything you want. You have a fucking guy you answer to. Yes. That's why I say no. nobody understands shit about media unless you fucking sat in that chair. And I'm sorry to do that. It's not that easy. You can't just go in tomorrow like Dave and I can do and say, hey, here's 30 minutes on why I liked Uncut Gems and what I did. Because you're going to get called into a fucking meeting and get your balls handed to you because the dumb fuck who's quote unquote the program director hates that shit. It's why we had to sit there and continue to talk stadium shit after they had already been announced to stay. That wasn't because Dave and I wanted to do it. We knew it was a death march. You have people you answer to. And so this bullshit that... Well, this is where we find out what Mike and Judd are made of. No, Mike and Judd are handcuffed. Two incredibly bright, smart guys. Darren. Darren probably gets a little bit of a break because they want to fucking jerk him off before, behind the drive-in. So maybe Darren gets a break. Hartman and those guys, I don't know what the fuck they're going to do. Steve's just going to tell UCLA stories like it's any other day. Like it's any other fucking day. Hartman... I fucking love that guy. He is the most unimpacted guy in the history. He couldn't give less of a shit. No. And that's why I love him. Dude, the coolest dude. I don't say that being disrespectful. He, all of us are freaking out. Steve couldn't give less of a fuck. He doesn't. He is the epitome of zero fucks given. (laughs) It's great. An incredibly cool dude. Yeah, I don't think he missed any of that. I think he hit every one of those on the right, right? On the, the nail right on the head. Yeah, you're right. Darren gets a little leeway because they're jerking him off because he's the new guy. Yeah. So I don't know what's he gonna do. Talk soccer? Oh. Who knows? The question is, and this is what would concern me if yeah. I was Steve or Ben or Mike or Judd. Respectfully, because I love all those dudes. Is anybody tuning in right now? Yeah. Is anybody tuning in to hear fill-in-the-blank show tell me about their weekend trying to get shoes at the mall? Probably not. 
Maybe. Maybe for a day or two. But if there's no March Madness and there's no NFL draft and spring training isn't progressing and we're not wondering is Will Myers or, uh, or an Austin Hedges trade coming down, are you still going there? Or do you go, well, you know, I guess for now, just to kind of get me through the day, I'll go to fill in the blank on Sirius XM. Here's, uh, here's what's kind of crazy is that in this business, in sports radio business, February is the worst month. Everybody knows yeah. that. After the Super Bowl, yeah. you are dying for spring training games to start. Anything. Well, you made it through February, and you're like, man, we barely made it. Right? We're yeah. always looking at each other going, oh, my God, that was awful. Next yeah. year, we got to take vacation time during February because this sucked. Yeah. Now you're really to the point where we barely made it last month. Now what are we supposed to do yeah. for possibly four months? Yeah. Holy shit. I Holy mean, cannoli. Th- as, as, as you said, if you let Woods do his thing, if you let Mike and, and Judd yeah, do their thing, fine. but they'll never let Mike and Judd do their thing. When Jeff and I did our very first show at 1368, fucking ever jumping back to 1360 stories, but give an example. Anyone who listen to this show, we love to laugh. We love to we love to have a good time. We mix sports in a lot more than we do on, on this show. Yeah. But I remember our very first show, the, he walks in and he says, our, our PD, and says, what did you guys think? And we said, that went all right for our first show. Maybe yeah. some of the in and out of the breaks, the clock was kind of fucked up. They've learned in the clock. Ah. We'll be okay. And then he said, you guys aren't funny and you guys think you're funny. Don't ever try and be funny on, on my radio yeah. station again. Yeah. Just pure sports from here on out. That was it. Remember, no personality. He, oh. don't, he don't want any personality. You and I were raised with when we started with KFMB. He doesn't know shit. With, Fuck that guy, with, Dave. Don't, I wouldn't even with justify KFMB. it. Yeah. Of, and that's what I'm saying. Whereas Steve, though, and I will point this out, as, as 97.3 is killing 1360, mm-hmm. every guy at 97.3 once worked for the PD at 1360, but he got rid of all of them because they didn't yeah. have talent. Yeah. Yet those guys went directly across the street and kick his ass every single day. Every day. Every day. Yeah, because he sucks. The Amazing. guy, the guy making the decisions is a dipshit, complete dipshit, and that's it. So I feel bad, but none of you were fucking listening, anyways. <laughs> so they might as well just fucking play Lee Greenwood all day, right? They should. I swear to God, 1360 could play last Tuesday's show and nobody would know the fucking difference across the board. Nobody's listening. And that includes Darren show. Sorry, dude. Nobody's fucking listening. You guys could just fucking play last fucking Monday's show and just see if the phones ring. That's funny as shit. That is funny. But if the PD goes, hey, man, do what you want to do. We're kind of in a different situation than all those guys. Yeah. Mike, Judd, Darren still needs to tune Marty fucking down. God damn. Love her, man. But calm down. Stop screaming at me. Uh, And then just fucking Hart. You could do it. Hartman is not going to listen to anybody. That fucking guy. I I, I may tune in to Hartman for the next couple of days. Because I just want to hear, he's going to tell Al Casal stories. Yes. Right? Yes. What it was like working for Al Davis, the whole deal. Yeah. UCLA stories when Posner was his bitch. Yeah, all that stuff. <laughs> yes. Dude, Steve could not give less of a shit. No, he couldn't. You're, you're, <laughs> you're absolutely he's, right. He's perfect for this. 
Okay. Everybody, hang on. Let me ask you. Yes. Every other show's freaking out tonight except for Steve, right? Oh, yeah. That's why he's a man, dude. He's not even thinking twice. He's thinking, do I wear Monday shirt or Tuesday shirt? Do I mix it up? I got two shirts in the closet. Two shirts, three pairs of jeans, one plate. <laughs> this is my favorite line he used was, I just want to be able to know when I move out of this apartment that I can make it in one trip. Guys, I've been <laughs> in this apartment for six years. When I move out of here, can I make it out in one trip? Doesn't even have a trash can in his apartment. Dude, I would bring that fucking maniac in here. We wouldn't get one word in. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't. And it's funny is he used to always say that about Bob Costas, that you could put Bob Costas on as a guest and walk out of the studio and come back in 45 minutes, yeah. and Bob would still be talking. That's Hartman 100%. I, he may be the guy, and like I said, I'm not doing this to, to push anybody's buttons because all those guys, Steve, Ben... Darren Judd, uh, Mike, dude, all buddies of mine, and I, I am, I am really pulling for all those yeah. dudes. I don't have a meter, so it doesn't matter if I tune in or not. But I hope those guys all. I mean, because they, goddamn, it sucks for them right now. Yeah. And, uh, but I may just tune in because I just think Hartman will be a fucking riot for the next six weeks because he. Yeah, he doesn't. He's not impacted, dude. It's great. You know what Hartman's story stands out to me is when we went to Super Bowl Fifty in San Francisco. Uh huh. And it was you. It was me, Costa, Steve. Judd was there too. And we're walking the streets of San Francisco trying to find like a place to eat. Yeah. And all you motherfuckers like separated and left me with Steve. Dude, all the and, time. And 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 I know you guys were all thinking, "Fucking a, someone else babysit him. Get him, yeah. Just fucking give him to Palais. Fucking A, all of us need to breathe. We just need to fucking relax for a second. Yeah, we need to. And we just walk the streets of San Francisco, and I'm hearing every UCLA story, all In four market. years. Yeah. Yeah, we're on Market Street. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yes. But he, uh... Dude, no joke, man. I fucking love that guy. I do. He is just a fucking maniac. But I fucking love that dude. He's just, he's funny as shit. He's fucking nuts. And a good dude. And a fucking good dude. Fucking crazy. All right, so before we get to how old are they and how much are they worth, so I'm, I got to tell you, yet today I didn't do hardly jack shit. I went to yeah. Benita Vista High School. I got a, the baseball field ready for a field that probably will never use the rest of the season. Won't. We won't. There's no way the ba baseball high yeah. school baseball is going to pick up. But at the same time, you got to keep cutting the fucking grass. Otherwise, we'll break the mower. So anyway, so um, I, I just go there. I come back. Rocky's on. One all the way through whatever Jesus. the fuck's on now. And I realized one thing, Jeff has said it for years on the show, is that how many times did Apollo's trainer say, throw the damn towel? Yeah. And we always Rocky's a racist. Them, right? <laughs> well, I don't think Rocky's like a serial killer. He tried to kill him. In Rocky 3, the doctor says straight to Rocky, Rocky, time is of, of importance. Yeah. We got to get Mickey to the hospital. Yeah, fuck that. F fucking guy. There's no rush on Rocky. Mickey no. dies on the table. Doesn't yeah. even make it to the ambulance. Fucking anti-Semite, too. <laughs> this guy's an anti-Semite and a racist. I couldn't yeah. agree more. I was telling Josh, if, if you've listened to the show in the past, and maybe it took you a while to catch on, but I think my favorite thing in 20 years of doing the show was no matter what the fuck happened, if Rocky Four was on TV... Yeah, we did it live. We, we always did it live. That we, former heavyweight champion, San Diego State alum, Apollo Creed, has just died. It's the only time <laughs> we ever did a tribute show. And it is it, Jeff's 100% right. And I would laugh because, number one, it was funny it was just you and me on. 
Yeah. But if we had a guest on that we're interviewing at oh, the time, yeah. we, we would brought it up. We would we would stop, stop the interview. Yeah. And then you announce it and the guy on the other end, we never knew what the fuck he yeah. thought. Well <laughs> fuck, we had one guy. We hilarious. just cut it short. We're like, hey, we gotta let you go. The heavyweight champion just died. He was like, what? And Detective <laughs> <laughs> kind of Vic. I think it's my favorite thing in 20 years. Uh, that and when I could not pronounce Mike DiGiovanna's <laughs> name and he had to re-announce, had to announce you himself every me, time. You told me to introduce yourself, Mike, Mike. I can't say it. I could not get his name out. Mike DiGiovanna from the LA Times. Oh, my god! I gosh. could do Kabir Baja Biamila yeah. all day long, but I could not say Mike DiGiovanna. Oh, my gosh. And I would just say, remind us again who you are. <laughs> well, hello. I'm Mike DiGiovanna. I'm the angel beat writer for the LA Times. Thanks. Fucking, I love that guy, too. No, awesome. Oh, my gosh. All right. So, real quick, before we get to how old are they and how much are they worth, I want to mention Dan Williams. Look, we tell you all the time, you got to call Dan. If you don't know the news of what happened today, yeah. oh, my goodness, you got to call Dan. Right. Because when you saw that interest rate yep. down to zero. Yep. Has never happened in our lifetime. What the fuck does that mean for yeah. you? You better call Dan Williams first thing tomorrow morning, 858-688-6813, 858-688-6813. We tell you all the time, Dan can help you with finances, but also he wants to help you get out of the rental market and buy a house. Call Dan. So what the fuck does this mean for me? Well, Dan's going to get a very funny call tomorrow, and it's going to be from my ex-wife because <laughs> she texted me today, and it's, um, like I said, like I was saying to my sons, I go, it's why I'm incredibly happy that she and I get along so well is because she said, hey, don't you have a really, really good guy that can help yeah. to see if I qualify for a refi? I go, yeah. And I sent her Dan's contact number immediately. Um, it is incredible. And the difference that it can make, and it's all the stuff that we have talked about for weeks, if not months, about getting your financial situation in place. It's why Borrow Smart, Repay Smart, made so much sense for any of you because if you have done what I did and you were lucky enough today to be sitting on an 812 credit score like I sent to Dan and Brian Curry because of things I learned from those guys, then you can make that call and see if you qualify for a refi. Yeah. And I tell you what, man, if if my ex-wife, her credit score is incredibly high too, I don't know enough. But you know who does? Dan Williams. Yes. 858-688-6813. Dave is exactly right. The difference that this could make in your life immediately is cannot be overstated. 858-688-6813. Incredible move by the government to try to keep everything moving forward. Uh, unbelievable. Exactly yeah. right. And again, for us, as soon as we saw that, guess who we called today? And, Brian Curry. And we didn't have a, a meeting set up. Brian Curry actually drove all the way to Brian Curry's house, talked to Brian directly and said, okay, look, what does this yeah. mean for us? We're putting our house on the market. What does this mean for us in the next house that we buy? Brian Curry is your guy for buying your next house, whether you're looking for a bigger house, a smaller house, maybe your first house. Brian Curry knows the real estate market in San Diego better than anyone else. He's already on top of the news that has happened today. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. David changes the whole market. Because all of a sudden now people are going to be looking and saying, even with interest rates as low as they have been for a very, very long time, incredibly low, then manageable, and now where we are today, unprecedented. Yeah, people are going to do what Dave's doing. 
am I ready to sell now? And people that are ready to buy are like, damn, well, we were going to wait for this or we were going to wait for that, but now's the time for us to yeah. buy. Boy, if you are looking to buy or you are looking to sell, this is an amazing window. And I don't know how long that window is going to be open, but boy, I would jump at it if I could. Uh, give Brian a call. He knows everywhere that you want to be and can tell you what's available and what works for you. Yeah, I cannot think of a more incredible time uh, to be a homeowner or somebody in the market, either way, buying or selling than today. Also, look at the guy right now. We talk about that new pool. Hey, how great would it be to take out that loan? And guess what? I'm getting a fucking new pool with that yeah. zero interest rate. It helps you there, too. Fuck, right. what are you going to do with this free money? Alan Taylor, Taylor May Pools, that perfect pool for you is just around the corner. More than 20 years in San Diego, Taylor May Pools can make the pool of your dreams. All you have to do is give Alan Taylor that call. He'll show you the 3D designs with the virtual tour technology, give you an idea of what it will look like in your backyard before it is built. 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. Funniest fucking scene in Uncut Gems with Adam Sandler. He owes money to Eric Bogosian. And Eric Bogosian yells at him, I heard you use the money you owed me to resurface your pool. <laughs> and he goes, I did it. And he just gets punched right in the face. Bang! Ow! God, I didn't resurface the pool. Look it. If you're in debt to a bookie, yes. right now may not be the time. Yes. <laughs> okay? If you owe Eric Bogosian a lot of money, this ad may not be for you. But luckily, I don't. Dave doesn't. And a lot of you don't either. So if you need that pool resurfaced, like Howard did in Uncut Gems, or you just want a brand new pool, shit, nobody better than my friends at TaylorMade Pools. You go to DaveAndJeffShow.com, click on that sponsor page, take a look for yourself. And by the way, an incredible supporter, as Dan Williams is, as Brian Curry is, of everything we're doing with Jake's Projects. Incredible news coming up over the next couple of weeks about what our first Jake's project will be. Can't wait to announce that. But with everything we tell you about these guys, whether you need financing, whether you need the home, or you want that beautiful pool, can't ignore the fact that these guys have been there every time we needed them, and we can't thank them enough. Absolutely. Don't forget about Kyle Fluger. Kyle Fluger is the guy to help you with your perfect website. He did it for us twice, jakesprojects.org. Again, it's jakesprojects.org, and then daveandjeffshow.com. Kyle's done a great job. I know he's very busy. You better make an appointment with Kyle very soon because business is picking up for him. And right now, he wants to help you out as well. Again, call Kyle Fluger. He can get you started or fix the crappy website you currently have. <laughs> but Kyle does a, a fantastic job. He, he's ahead of the game. And I always say, this is a young man's business. Kyle's a young guy. He's on top of what's new. Uh, my friend Tim Griffin, there's a reason why he's a Stanford grad, came up with another great website for us. And he started with Milf, MILFswithoutkids.com. Yes. Tim's new one, and I love this one, Hot Girls Who Can't Spell No. And I like that one, <laughs> .com. Hot Girls Who Can't Spell No, .com. Coming shortly. We're just finalizing the IP address. We got everything gone through. And uh, my thanks to Tim for giving us that one. MILFs with Tan Lines is coming. Uh, hot Girl Mugshots, that one I love too. All of them coming. Uh, girls that look like Lisa Lisa.com. That's another good one. Plaza Bonita, get ready. We're going to be doing photo shoots down there. Uh, a lot of exciting things coming up. Can't wait. I love it. All right. So we have uh, two mistakes from last week's show. <laughs> I heard. These fucking guys. God. 
And one of them's your kid. Yeah, I know. Okay, look, when I type this in, just like all you guys would do, ASAP Rocky, how old is he? Fucking, I got 48 a million times. Okay, 31. Jesus, All right, Dave. I don't know what to tell I you. I think that was really close to what I guessed. I think it was close to what you guessed. Yeah. But again, I thought it was, I even said to you, that sounds crazy, right? 48, right. but I got 48. You think there are two ASAP Rockies? Maybe. <laughs> okay, well, whatever. My apologies. You guys freaked out. Like a fucking announce the Titanic going down when it didn't go down. <laughs> Fuck off. Fuck off. You didn't pay. Well, some of you did. Here's the other one. Jeff and I both had no idea there was a Billy Hamilton. Another stolen base guy. Yeah. From 1888 to 1901. Sorry. We yeah. weren't around. Sorry, Bill James. <laughs> we were out chasing mall chicks. Oh, you dorks were sitting at home playing Stratomatic with Craig Elston. Fuck off. World's in a dilemma. Use that energy somewhere else to help the elderly wipe their rotten ass. <laughs> I'm surprised the fucking Canopy didn't put it in his goddamn column today. Jesus Christ. What did he write about? He, did, he had an old ass reference today. It was like, he always pulls what out these. What do you mean today? It was, it always does, but like this was older than normal. I got to see if I can fucking find it now that you said it. God dang, man. Usually Save it for Wednesday. It's usually like, hey, fucking, as Andrew Jackson would say, he always pulls some crazy old name out. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking Charles about? Charles Lindbergh? <laughs> Dude, he's, he wears me out. But at the same time, he's really the reason why I keep the newspaper. Yeah, Just that's for the this, only reason. For I the, canceled the LA Times. God, I do you miss just, it? No. Well, now no. you especially don't fucking miss it. No, I only get the, uh, I only get the Sunday Union Tribune. Okay, here we go. FDR was right. <laughs> FDR? <laughs> that's what he says. FDR was right. Strength is so much more difficult. What the fuck? Anyway, guys quoting FDR and shit. Always something old. All right, let's Always. go. We got to get the curb. Okay, here we go. March 15th birthdays. Will I Am from the Black Eyed Peas. 46. Really close. 45. Mm. How much is he worth? Mm. Pretty limited. Four million. 75 million. Shut the fuck you up. You shut the fuck up. It what probably is 4 million. Someone will correct me. Yeah. Well, he had a bunch of hit songs with the Black Eyed Peas. Right. He was the main guy. He was the main guy. Well, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> okay. I would. I, I think those numbers are way off, but I, if I'm wrong, that would make me happy. He's a pretty enjoyable entertainer. All right. Here's another one. Goes in the categories. I bet she sucks in the sack. Not okay. any good, but she's smoking hot. Eva Longoria. Oh, come on. You're nuts on that. No way. Tony Parker cheated on her. She's been married three times. He's a fucking dork. She's so was Liz Taylor. She yeah. fucked like a rabbit. Yeah, well, that's true. That guy went back twice. Yeah, Richard Burton. Richard Burton. Um, who am I? Eva, Eva Longoria. Remember Tony Parker banged uh, Brent Berry's wife? Uh, was it Brent Berry's wife? Or, yeah, it was Brent Berry's wife. They were like, like friends. They were a couple. They were friends. That's, that's, that's bullshit. Not, he's a no. horrible teammate. Yeah, uh, 54. 54, 45. Shit. How much uh, did she worth? Dude, she had those restaurants, but they kind of, they went down. And then 40 million. Pretty close. Fif I'll say close, but 50 million. I thought you were going to go 4 million. 50 million dollars. Wow. Yeah, dude. She was great in the sack. 50 million. <laughs> Here's one that's great in the sack. Okay. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Fuck yeah, she is. <laughs> Holy shit. That's one committed blowjob from what I've heard. God damn, dude. Is she 90? 
87. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. How, how much does she worth? 10 million. Four. All right. Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels, dude, from Poison. <laughs> Is that where he's from? I just saw him with Pam Anderson. Uh, yeah, dude, he's from Poison. <laughs> I'm just joking. 54. 57. Really? Yeah, 57. Dude, this fucking guy. How much is he worth? Giving you something to believe in? Well, all his shows now are like the fucking Leo's little bit of country in San Marcos. He doesn't. Fuck, what's that household worth? Dude, is he worth 15 million? 18. Ah, dude. Get 18 a, million. Dude, Rock of Love was one of the funniest fucking shows ever. <laughs> Love Brett Michaels. All right, got three more in there real quick. All right. Mark McGrath. That guy. Sugar Ray. Yeah. 51. 52. Really good. How much is he worth? $10 million. Six. All right. Here's to me one of those guys. You go, How in the fuck is this guy famous? Fabio. Oh, that asshole. <laughs> Dude, remember when that bird just smashed him right in the face? Dude, I read about that today. About it, smashing him in the face and fucking uh, blood all over the face. He, he claims it was a camera that the bird hit, but it fucking fucked his face up really bad. Did fuck him up. I bet he's 58. 61. Dude. How much is he worth? I think he just fucks chicks on the side for like 200 bucks. So <laughs> I'm going to say with all his side uh, piece money yeah. that he's getting from unsatisfied wives in wherever the fuck he lives. Where does he live? Puerto Rico? No, he's from Italy. Ah, yeah. Well, shit. He's not fucking But I now. think he lives in New York. Oh, okay. I'm going to say that asshole's worth uh, $12 million. $15 million. All right. Close enough. Okay, Howard Stern's good buddy D. Snyder. Um, sixty-four, sixty-five. All these guys, you would have been right if it was yesterday. I asked right. You. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ten million. Exactly right. Ten million. Goddamn! All right, look. Here's the thing. Just be careful. Like we said for everybody, if you can. Find a way to support the local restaurants that have so many people that rely on them. Uh, try to find a way to do it. But more importantly, just do what makes sense for you. Don't be heroes out there. We'll keep grinding it out. But God damn, man. We'll find a way to get through it, Dave, right? That's it. I mean, we got through the four years of Andy Green. We'll find a way to get through this, too. <laughs> Andy Green today. I'm only laughing. Andy Green's been so goddamn funny when he's mic'd up on MLB TV. He was talking about a young guy that's playing for the Cubs. And uh, they had him mic'd up the other day before everything got the uh, plug pulled. And Andy goes, yeah, I was I was there at Petco Park when he made his debut. They were chanting his name. He said, man, in my time there, the only time they chanted my name, they had the word fire in front of it. <laughs> Ah, dude, you gotta wish him well. But man, Dave, I hope uh, I hope uh, baseball's back soon. I hope hockey comes back. NBA was gonna be fun. It looked weird with the UFC in an empty arena. Yeah. WrestleMania. My son Jack is devastated. That's done now. They're gonna do that at probably the Point Loma gym. I don't know where the fuck. Dude, XFL is completely done. For and, and it was actually doing well. Until next year. Yeah, but they told the XFL guys, go ahead, start negotiating with NFL teams if you have a chance. Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll try to rally back, but goddamn, man, just uh, look out for your neighbors, check in on your friends and family, and uh, support your local shitty sports talk radio shows. 
especially ones that start at 5 a.m., that fuckhead. <laughs> and, uh, and then we'll see you back here uh, Wednesday night. Good deal. All right, everybody. So let